You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Audition, side job, swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey everybody, Rory O'Malley here. Thanks for joining us on Living the Dream. I am so excited about our guest this week, Miss Emmy Raver-Lampman. She is our Angelica on the Hamilton tour, the Angelica Hamilton tour. So it's her tour, basically. Uh, We got to talk about her journey in Hamilton, which is so unique it is unique New York. It is <laughs> it is an incredible story that starts with her coming back from a tour of of Wicked and not knowing what this new show Hamilton that was at the public was all about. She lands a gig in the ensemble of Hamilton on Broadway without really knowing what it is and then uh, does a run there for for 9 months. And uh, her last show was the last show before I joined. That's how I got to know her first. And then she joined the Chicago company and opened the company in the ensemble in Chicago. And now she's in San Francisco as Angelica. So she has really opened three companies of Hamilton. And, you know, there aren't that many other people who can say that other than the artistic team. So she has a really great perspective and especially to have gone from the ensemble to a lead role to this amazing lead role. It's an incredible story, and I'm so glad that she sat down with me in between shows to talk about it. Um, it's it's another one of my, my interviews with people in the cast, and it's a great way for you to get to hear their stories. It's also a really great way for me to get to know everyone, and they've all been very generous with their time and offering to do it. So uh, enjoy my wonderful conversation with Miss Emmy Raver-Lampman. Floor, floor. The common, the commoner's floor. The commoner's floor. If you were like Michael Loy or yeah, that's Josh true. Henry, you have a ceiling. Oh gosh, I hadn't even gone up there yet. I oh, hadn't yeah. even thought Bougie. about that. They have hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> hot tubs. Wow. I know, right? It's I like, I'm just that asking in my for next a ceiling rider. and they have hot tubs brewed. Hey, you have a humidifier. You have a really it's good true. humidifier. I know. I, you know, I was like, if I'm gonna do it, I might as well just do it. Yeah. No, so. you you've done just, it all. Just decorated. And you did it so quickly. I Your I'm like is... a complete nester, and I always have been. Like when I would go on vacation, like I would have a suitcase with clothes, and then like a carry on full of like things to decorate wherever we were going. Really. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I would bring, like, picture frames and, like, yes. My parents were always, like, Emmy and Ernest. Always. And, like, within, like, the first hour, even if it was, like, a hotel. Really? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the you're opposite. Just, like, you're just, like, what else? I, yeah, like, I yeah. just, I don't have the energy and oh, I forget. I, yeah. I forget, like, oh, yeah. yeah, you could do something. Oh, my God. If I, man, if I was your trap, my, I, I would be a studio apartment. Like, I, I would bring a bed. I know. <laughs> I know. I, because I spend more time in the dressing room than any other actor spends in the dressing like, room. I also be like, can I get a window? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I've, I've, I spent, what, 10 months in the little dressing room oh, in yeah. Richard Rogers, and that has, which is basically like a cubicle. Yeah, just those beads. The beads. Those damn beads. You give an eye roll to the beads. You know that Taryn, who just left, and he yeah, yeah, was, yeah. he had Groff at the coronation yeah. and was like yelling at him about the beads. Yeah. He hates the beads, he too. He hates the... Yeah, he hates the beads. Well, the reason, like, when I first got into the show, I was having a lot of trouble with the beads. But I wasn't going to be the one to say, that that, these beads must go. You know, like, I was like, everything Groff had, I will keep exactly what It's also what like Groff he did. also had a door and yes. had it removed. That's what I know. I was like, there used to be a door here. I mean, but also, like, no ceiling. No ceiling. Just, no. like, a partition yeah. with... Yeah. No door. Yeah, which honestly, that didn't bother me as much there yeah. because it's not like Lynn was yeah. ever there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was like yeah. we had a whole floor, so I, you know, yeah. it was plenty of privacy. Yeah. But the beads would constantly get caught on, on everything. You. Yeah, because you've got yes. like bangles and beads and yeah, bombs. and then Oak would come through and like tear down five of them. Oh yeah. And you'd be like, ah, oh, beads everywhere. <laughs> 
it was like beads that looked like a door. Like yes. a door was painted on the beads. Yes. Which I was like, what? What's the point of that? I never saw even the door. I just remember the first time I went up there, I was like, were beads. these here? And he's like, no. Well, I had the door removed and put beads. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I think it, his thought was that it gave more space because the door opened into that little yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it was like, what I'm are you sure. going to do with this door? I wonder if Brian Ursa James will be the, the man to take. Because he was like, I'm the original. Take these beads. I think he's taking them down. I think he said it that he was like, the beads are gone <laughs> or something like that. Sure. He I'll feels like a man that would that. like be like, no. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm a grown up. Yeah. I will do whatever I want. <laughs> Whereas, like, Taryn and I are like, oh, thanks for I'm having I'm pretty sure us. that Andrew, as well as, didn't like oh, yeah. the beads, I'm sure. That's, yeah. I don't think anyone true. liked the beads except for Groff. Yeah. Because and... people just make weird jokes about the beads. Yeah, well, we had, a, we had a door decorating contest for Christmas. And, yeah, exactly. What I was like, he... what am I going to do? Well, luckily, we also <laughs> had... We also had a uh, Secret Santa uh-huh. happening at the oh, same yeah. time. So my Secret Santa, first day of Secret Santa, came with a door. And I, I come to my dressing room, and there's a no. gingerbread house door, like plastic. And it's like cut up, so it's basically like streamers. So I could still have the beads and have a quote-unquote door, oh which was God. so sweet. Which That's was our really spotlight sweet. operator, Sandy Paradise. Oh, I was just going to say, who was it? It was Sandy, oh, and Sandy. it was very, very sweet. So, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yes, that There's is a... the saga of the door, the, the non-door. Door slash beads yeah. slash door. Yeah, again. so we're getting closer and closer to, you know, some privacy in yeah, Hamilton maybe. the Musical. But Still no ceiling. No ceiling. So that's like a consistent, that's like a through and through. Yeah. No, we yeah. talk to each other through. Yeah. And the king in Chicago ones. shares a room with three other guys. Oh, really? Yeah, the king never, okay. can't catch a break. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero complaints oh, about God. this job, Listen, as always. Like, I'm just it's glad. It's process track. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so let's go back to you being a nester since you were a kid. Where oh did you God. grow up? Like, where? Yeah. How did you grow up being a nester? And oh, my what, God. Who? Nesting, I have no idea where that came from because yeah. it's not really my mom. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia. Wow. Um, my parents still live in the... I, grew up in the same house always but we traveled a lot my parents were big huge travelers like they're like we could buy a brand new car we could buy this used beat up toyota and go to bali this summer so my parents loved loved traveling yeah so whenever we'd go i would just always like bring i think it started out as like stuffed animals like i would bring like blankets and stuffed animals and then like the older i got it was like memorabilia with like pictures of me and my friends and like so you were yeah. always on the, the move, so you needed to, like, yeah. make I it think, home. Yeah, I think I just always kind of... It's, like, very important to me that the space I spend a lot of time in, like, I feel comfortable in. Like, yeah. I live down the block, but, like, yeah. in between shows, I usually just stay here because it, yeah. like, got a futon and, you know, little no, you've decorations and a fridge. No, you done a phenomenal job. Got food here, and so I'm like, well, I'll just... Stay here. There are photos everywhere <laughs> of your loved ones, of us, of of all of these amazing people, and they're not just like put up on the wall. They're on little clothespins. <laughs> uh. This is my this is my Hamilton fam. It's gonna get, and that's that, that whole top string is Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to, I want to talk about yeah. that because you're, yeah, you exactly. are. That was a good, you see you what know, I did there? <laughs> yes, yes. So you grew up in Virginia. We're going to get into that stuff. But I, I think that what, one of the most interesting parts of your story yeah. with Hamilton mm-hmm. is that you have the only, you're the only person really who's been in all yeah. three companies. I know. It's still so mind boggling to me because I, it's so funny because like I've been a member of all three, but I also was the first first one of the first people to leave the right, show right like i left before the tonys like yeah. in new york and you I, you left when, I left, when yeah my, my, my last week show. was your like the week before your first week or something I, my first two weeks were your last two weeks yeah yep, yep, yep. so i i never got to perform with you at I on broadway i saw you around the building but i never yeah you know. and what i always remember i th- hopefully i've already told you this but I was so scared to walk into the building. Aww. I knew what the show, you know, I yeah, knew the yeah, show. Yeah. I, I knew that there were a yeah. lot of friendly, wonderful people mm. there, but I was scared because yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you walk into that that building that is just in the middle of a, like a, a hurricane, thing. Yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah, truly. And I will never forget 
how warm and wonderful you were to me. Oh. Ever. I'll never forget oh it because God, you know at those moments when you're most scared, yeah. the smallest things yeah, can yeah. Oh really stay with you. Yeah. And you went out of your way with just two weeks left yeah. to be nice to the new guy, to be Sorry. sweet, to connect with me as a person, even when you're tired walking under you know, the <laughs> stage to, to where you're going next. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were so beautifully wonderful to Aww. me. And I'll never, ever forget that because it makes a big difference yeah. when you're scared. Well, I'm, you know, I think I I wasn't even, I was like, oh my God, after meeting you, I was like, you're totally going to fit right in. And it's like, but I can 100% see like, there's so much swirling around that show and the building and I yeah. can totally, like I can easily put myself like in your shoes and like yeah. know that that would be, but I mean, walking into any new show that's already existed right. before you, it's like, yeah. but especially this one. So I'm, oh, I'm so glad, at least, you know. Well, Someone made you feel uh, you took a little bit away of it. Aww. It's who you are, you know, and that's and I know that's why um, you've had the journey that you've had with this show mm. is because of the wonderful spirit that you have as a person. It's infectious, <laughs> and, and I think that it's something that people should realize that it's not just talent. Yeah. It's not just, yeah. it's, it's sometimes it's that the fact that somebody can be insanely talented is, is great, but yeah. you've been a part of this production in, in three different places and yeah. moved through to where you are now because of the person you are. I know that mm -hmm. they've wanted to keep you in this family yeah. and it's because you're a wonderful human being. So. Uh -huh. Let, let's start, talk about that, though. Okay, okay. Your journey. <laughs> yes. How did you get involved with Hamilton in the first place? Um, so I, when the show was down at the public, I was out on tour as the Alphabet Standby on Wicked. I closed the first national tour. Oh, God. Um, the years are eluding me. What is it? 2000, the beginning of 2015. Okay. We closed in L.A. Sure. Um, and when I came back, it had just closed. And I, it's so funny. I was... I just left a doctor's appointment because I was like finally back in New York and like I was going to the doctor and going to the dentist and like spending a day like doing things that you don't do when you're on tour. Right. Um, and I was crossing the street and my agent called and was like, hey, have you heard of this show that happened at the public, Lynn's new show, Hamilton? And I was like, I mean, kind of, but like it was at the public. All I knew was like it was his new show and like Madonna went and like all this like all these weird like celebrities were going and like it was like a phenomenon and and he was like yeah okay great so they're adding two ensemble tracks for the show and two swings and um Beth from Chelsea wants to bring you in and I was like oh okay cool didn't think any you know what I mean because yeah. I just I wasn't in town I didn't know I didn't see it right. I didn't none of my friends could see it because who no one could see it because it was instantly sold out and the lottery was crazy um, so I remember my agent was like, okay, great. So whenever that call was, the audition was basically 24 hours later and they gave me like six songs. It was like helpless, satisfied, like say no to this, a part of Skylar sisters. And it was, and the MP3s that they sent me were like Lynn, oh my like God. plunking out. Like right? there was no, no album, there was yeah. no cast recording. And so it was just Lynn, like in his falsetto, just like plunking out <laughs> helpless and like rapping satisfied. It's gorgeous it was so glory. And I just remember getting home and like listening to it on my speakers and being like, what? are these songs like I yeah. couldn't wrap my brain around it yeah. but I just was like all right I have 24 hours like learn it as best you can try to get out. and it was you know trying to learn something like that and being a person who's like only really I studied and have only done musicals like it was a kind of a genre that I was so unfamiliar with you yeah. know it was like I was like I'm rap I'm rapping I don't know you know what I mean I didn't I'm know rapping? is that what's I was happening? like is that is that what's going on <laughs> so I just like crammed and I canceled all my plans and I I went in and auditioned and it felt okay. Like I think it was just like a lot of material and I think I was a little overwhelmed, but like I'd never met Tom, I've never worked with anyone on the team before. So it was really nice to just like meet Tommy and I think it was just Tommy and Lack. Mm -hmm. um, and then like the next day they called and they were like, you have a call back? And I was like, okay, great. And then it was like two days after that. And I remember sitting in Chelsea and it, my callback was like at 5.30, which is like so late on like right. a Friday. Yeah. And so I remember 
the elevators opened to Chelsea and like all the like the lights were out and like people were like packing up for the day and I like ran into Beth and she was like oh hey yeah we're just waiting for Tommy um you can go ahead and go in the room if you want we'll be right there I was like oh okay so I like went in the room and Lack was in there we just started like talking and then Tommy came in and we just were like talking and like 10 minutes go by and then they're like okay I guess you want to like start Let's like work on some stuff. And it was like a 45 minute work session. Wow. And it was just like, and Beth was there and then just Tommy and Lack again. And it's funny you say like being a part of this family and like having been around for so long now is because I now having like ha- had some distance from that audition and looking back on it, I, they weren't just like, they knew in my first audition that I could do the material. Like right. that was that they knew that what right. the second callback what or what the callback was for was to really I think to get to know me as a human and like I'd already done the thing so like there was like less nerves and it was a little more casual and they were like you know like Lack got up and was like playing the songs behind the piano and so it just was a very like casual vibe and we're cracking jokes and like I think this team is very talent is second for them casting a group of people that can become a family and get along and um, then create this piece of amazing art is like yeah. that's that's kind of the order of importance for them. Right. And so it was a Friday and so of course I had to wait the entire weekend oh, which God, is like the, the absolute worst just like texting my agents on Sunday being like anything but like it is a Sunday <laughs> you know we haven't heard anything. <laughs> and then I, I got know. the call on Monday and then you know it's so funny because people, everyone has like the first time they saw Hamilton's story, yeah. and I don't have that story because I, you know, do you remember you know when our uh, associate choreographer was talking yes. about that at yeah. Con? I literally was like, I bet you Emmy doesn't have the no. story because he was. I should That's I should so explain. Funny. He was talking about how we should all be approaching mm-hmm. the show and remember what it was like the first time we saw it, and I was like, yeah, and I was like. I bet Emmy doesn't have <laughs> that so story. As I was, was like, singing that, has I was she like, ever seen it? Have you ever I, seen I've it? Seen, I've seen it, but I saw it. So, you know, so then it was like two weeks late. We started rehearsals. It was like between the public and Broadway. We went into like three weeks of rehearsal in New 42 and then went like back into tech and they like cut right. some things. And But I went straight into rehearsal, like a straight into like a week of learning the music and then you know, and then the rest of the cast joined and they're like, great, let's take it from the top of room where it happens. And like me and Austin and Morgan and, and Neil Austin. were like, what? <laughs> like Aww. what number? But then it was just like, I learned it backwards. Like I, I was in the show before I saw it. Right. And so the first time I was swung out to watch the show because at that, you know, I was hired to do my ensemble track but then also cover the Three Skyler Sisters was I started learning Renee and so they swung me out to watch the show. And it was just so crazy because I knew the music I knew what happened I knew you know I knew I knew it so well from the inside out yeah that like stepping out of it and watching it it was like the craziest experience and like still so powerful and like I still cry and had like all of the emotions but I think like I knew I knew the cadence of the song and I knew you know I think it there's I wasn't playing catch up in I yes. think, oh, the way a lot of people have to for the first time because yeah. it's moving so fast and there's so much, so many lyrics and the dancing is crazy and it's just like I I think I, that was taken away so I, I didn't have to, my brain didn't hurt the way I think yeah. it does sometimes for the first time that people see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it's just so funny. I, that is the most unique experience yeah. that anyone could ever have of digesting yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> like yeah. learning it. And and then seeing it, yeah, uh huh, and and you know, and it was months. I mean, it was. Yeah. I I we opened what in August of 2015. I think mm-hmm. I don't even I don't think I saw it till like December. Wow. Like it was months, months after we'd been opened. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think, I mean, I still definitely remember seeing it for the first time. But it was more of I was taken aback by watching my friends right. do things that I. Because when you're in a show, you can't see everything, especially yeah. with the show. There's so many blind spots, and like if you're up on the second level, you can't see what's happening like right. underneath you. Right. And so I just there were so many. I I my eyes were playing catch up because I was like, what, uh, what? How do you know Ephraim was over there doing that? That's insane. Yeah. And then like, wait a minute, how did Thane get over there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, that that was the yeah. How that did was Thane the, get over how, there? That's truly always... <laughs> how did Thane get over there? <laughs> but I think that was that was the crazy part for me was like watching 
I just had a comp- like so much more respect and like a more understanding of the piece, like yeah. more like just for what you know people were doing every night that I couldn't can't see it when you're in, when you're inside of it. You yeah, can't, you know what I mean. When you're in it, so it, it was just really wow. You know, and everyone was like, it, you know, the ensemble they're just working so hard, and you know, everyone was so tired, and like after seeing, I was like. Not that I didn't get it, but I was like, now I over get it. Like yeah. I like yeah. completely, you know. It did. They I never just, stopped moving. Never, it's, and I just, yeah. you know, I mean, I, you know, my track is like more so a singer track, so I have so much less choreography and like. But you still, to deal but it's with. still, it yeah, was still yeah, yeah. A lot. But I just, you know, all I knew really because I was just focusing so hard on learning my track that I didn't, you know, I didn't know what everyone else was doing. You know what right. I mean? So it was just so nice to sit back and like. Holy cow! You know yeah. what I mean, and see, and see from the front because I yeah. also spend the entire show looking at the backs of people's heads. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like there was an aspect of like acting and emotion that I never got to see because right. I was either behind them or standing like uh, on the second level above them. And yeah. so like watching L- Leslie sing "Wait for It" for the first time from the front was like you know because my spot in the ensemble was directly behind him so I just watched the back of his head for yeah. six months and then finally right. got to like swivel it around and see it from the front it was like holy cow so it just was this like this is what everyone's talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so it yeah. just it was it was great no was that really is cool. absolutely the most unique experience yeah. that anyone will ever have with the show <laughs> it's truly so I know truly it, and so you were in that you know, we talk about, you know, when I came in, but it must have been crazy mm. at that time to be a part of a show that you're stepping into yeah. and then mm. had that kind of enthusiasm. I don't think that I could ever really describe to people the amount of energy mm-hmm. outside the Richards Rogers, yeah. like when we would leave. or It was it was crazy yeah. and, and at times a little scary, yeah. to be oh, honest. Sure. but. But only because it was so foreign and it didn't, yeah. it, it seemed so strange. Yeah. What was that like to go through opening mm. the show and feeling that wave of passion and enthusiasm? I think, I think there's, it kind of, there was like a progression. So I think there was like the whispers and the word on the street. And that was all, that was what was carrying it through. Right. Up until, <clears throat> up until the cast album came out. When the cast album came out and then the show was able to reach like a broader audience right. that like wasn't and probably some who still haven't mm-hmm. seen it, mm-hmm. that was kind of like the second wave of like realizing like, oh, people are coming to like hang outside of the theater that don't have tickets, but right. like have listened to this album <clears throat> tirelessly for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but then we still weren't doing like they were very strategic and like not doing morning shows and not doing any performances outside of the theater because you know it's also very hard to pull something out of the show and do it out of context context. and so I think people there's like this hunger to like see what was going on so Mm -hmm. like even you know tourists that were going to see Les Mis next door would still like kind of like hang out around the stage door to kind of see Lynn walk in the theater and see Renee and see David and see Anthony and I think um and I think it just, it, it, I have never, <laughs> I, I, so Hamilton was my fourth Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And I, um, this was the most hoopla I have ever experienced around any show. Cause right. I, every show, <laughs> every show up until Hamilton that I'd done on Broadway had lasted less than 10 weeks. So I, so I, one, didn't know what it was like to be around a show that long in New York, but also, like, I'd never done a cast album. I'd never, you know, I I just, I didn't even know what that was. And so I think um, being around the theater and having, you you just, like, feel it changing. Like, the air was changing, and you could, like, feel it. Yeah. And I think there just was this hunger for the show that um, it was really, I just have never experienced anything like that before. And it's almost like hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to like actually articulate articulate, it. Yeah, because it just, and I, and I also like, I left the show like 
the beginning of April. Like that was Mm -hmm. also like right before it really started to get like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I left the week after the Tony nominations came out. So it Mm -hmm. was like that then was like the third wave. And then the Tonys happened and then there was like a fourth wave. It's just like there have been, it's just like keeps like upping itself, I think. For, you know, that first year just kept, like, one-upping itself. The week in, I like, joined, Lynn won the Pulitzer Prize. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, Lynn, I don't want to take all the credit, but, like, <laughs> you weren't winning awards until I got in the show. Well, <laughs> just to be clear. Just so you know. But um, uh, I definitely think it was, you know, I think it was, like, buzz and rumor and gossip yeah. until the album came out. And then it was, because then, you know, that's... That's the true test, I think, is that, like, if people who haven't seen the show listen to the album and they're still affected by it, I think that, and I think the general public, I feel, was, like, kind of aware, like, oh, it's not just, like, this show that the Clintons went to and Madonna went to. No, it's Billboard saying, oh, this is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's, like, number one on iTunes Mm -hmm. for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then you know, the Grammy nomination happened and then it was like, and then it just like, was like, whoa, like they that. They were on the Grammys. Yeah, and then yeah. performing on the Grammy, mm. And that was another thing, was like, that was the first time yeah. that any like anything from yeah. the show had been, and I think it was maybe the third time in Grammy history of filming it happened outside of where the Grammys were being wow. broadcasted. Wow. Because, and I think that was like, that was like, very we rare. will only perform yeah. if you come to the theater because we're not taking this number out of the yeah. show. No, no. Because, you know, it just, the, with the level, it just, it's. No, it so was, think... and it was so beautiful. And it's so funny because I remember watching it. I had friends over mm-hmm. to my house, my mm-hmm. husband and I, and we were like, this is Hamilton. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. And I was like telling them, yeah. like, all about it. Uh-huh. And, you know, a week later, there I, you know, or maybe like two weeks later, yeah. I was in rehearsals. In rehearsals, yeah. It's so it's, crazy. But it's it was a really really cool moment, and so you know, yeah. I, I mean, but that that's the crazy part about mm-hmm. this show is yeah. that there's every time you kind of think, okay, well that's all done, you know, yeah. it's moving. It's, yeah, that, I think more that's, crazy. Yeah, I think I moments. I think I kept waiting for it to like settle. Yeah, like I think it was like, oh well, it's new, and you know, it's like. It, yeah, yeah, but then, you know, like, it'll we'll peter right. out and people will, you know, it's right. just like that's usually how it is. Yeah. And I think it just, it just always kind of stayed at that level yeah. and then kind of just kept slowly gaining more and more momentum. And then, yeah. like, the president can't, it just, it was just like, I think it got to a, a place where it, it was, like, not numb, but I just kept, be, like, it just kept, kept, got to a place where I just was like, how, how is this happening? Is like, this you know real, what I mean? Yeah, it was just like. On? What? What? Like, I remember it was after a show, and we had heard at intermission that Jeffrey Sellers, our producer, was going to, wanted to talk to the whole cast. Like, everyone stay in costume. You know, he just wants to talk to everybody for three minutes backstage after the show, and then, like, you guys can go. And everyone was like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? This is crazy. Like, you know, like, in other shows, you'd be like, oh, we're closing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like, you it's just it, when the producer want wants to have a talk. Emergency meeting with yeah, the producer. Yeah, yeah. Like, fun. don't stay. Just stay in cut. We were all yeah. like, what is this? And I remember he was like standing on one of the steps backstage and was like, okay, so the Obamas want to host us at the White House. And literally everyone, no one had anything to say because I think we all were just like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. The, what? what is like, that and mean? they both already come like three times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it yeah. just was like, it just reached a place where like, we were in such uncharted territory that yeah. like we none of us knew how to react to stuff anymore. It just yeah. was like, we're going where? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I think it just you know I, I honestly don't feel like I can't articulate it properly because I think it just I just feel like I was just kind of in a state of shock for like nine months of just yeah. like is this real life? Right. Like I just you know it just was like well, so. It's also like important <clears throat> you to put it away for yeah. later to oh, yeah. digest because you still have to just do your job, 100%. which is yep. eight shows a week, mm-hmm. which is not an easy yeah. thing, especially I, yeah. in, in the roles that you've had to play in this show. Like, mm-hmm. those are very yeah. demanding tracks. Yeah. And and so uh, you just got to do your job, yeah. right? And so it's not like you can't take the weight of mm-hmm. yeah. Michelle yeah, yeah, yeah. and Barack with yeah, you yeah, every day yeah. to work. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that that was... 
that was also like it was like this is all it was you know everything was swirling around like outside of the theater but then the second you like walk through that stage door and you yeah. like sign in you're at work and yeah. that like you know that sounds like so like mundane and just like but it's like that it's an amazing job and a job I am like so grateful and like honored and like truly blessed to have and it really is a dream and it it, it has far it's like superseded is that a word yeah superseded yes, yes. It, Super- it, and yeah. that is true of anyone yeah, like dream. any you know what i mean like i yeah. just like and you know i just i constantly think back to that day when my agent called and was like they're adding these two tracks to the show do you know anything about it and i was like no do you know what i mean and like yeah. and then to just i think i just i just got to a place where i just had to like sit back and just like watch yeah. Like, because it, it was like trying to participate and be so active in all of it, it would just like got to the point where it was just like there was so much. Yeah, there, you know, because we were doing the student, the Edgehams, and there was like this thing. It was like, and then Broadway. It just was like there was so much going on that yeah. first year that it just was like. I think I was just like in a daze. Like, yeah. there's so overstimulated. Much, yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that was. I think that's exactly the grounding thing was like walking through the door, mm. through the noise and whatever it was like the excitement and the, you know, the bubble that had become the show, like walking through the stage door, signing in and then just like being at work with my friends and right. doing this amazing show. And like everything else would fade away for three hours right. and we do the show and then you walk back out the stage door and it's like, ah! you know what I mean? So right. it just was doing the show and doing the eight shows a week for those nine months that I was in the show that were completely crazy. That was like the the ground that I had to stand on. That right. was the foundation that like, when I felt like, oh my God, like I just, eh, this is like getting so much. And they're like, we're taking days off to go to do this thing and days off to go do that thing. And like, we've just did 19 shows in a row without a day right. off. And like, I think it just at least, it still we at least had this amazing like piece of art to hold on to that like at least like that is a thing that's consistent because yeah. everything else that's happening around us is so bananas so the 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 fact of like getting to do the show was the thing that grounded yeah. you yeah oh 100% 100% yeah. cuz you know at the end and i think you know i i definitely feel like that was it for like a lot of a lot of the guys during tony season and stuff yeah. i think like because there are days we're like doing talk shows and doing photo shoots with Vogue and doing interviews and being on TV here and doing commercials and voice. Like once that Tony season started, it was crazy. And their days were spent running all over the place. I mean, you know, and then it was like, at least at the end of the day, there was three hours that they knew they couldn't, they couldn't be reached. They just had to do their show. That was like, it becomes your time off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like doing the show was like the time where it was like, huh, this is the thing I know. And this is like, I I can like relax into this. And for three hours, like my phone, I don't have to look at my phone. I can spend time with my friends. I get to, you know, perform this amazing musical. And then at 1049, turn on my phone and then jump right back into that craziness. So yeah, yeah. no, I mean, of course it does. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's the thing that, you know, you're grounded in and you know the outcome mm-hmm. there's uh and you have control like yeah. there's a, especially like and it just felt like there was you know not that we i think it felt like things were out of control i just think it was just it was just like territory i'd never been in before well, Do you know what i mean how could you have been because yeah. nobody had ever been yeah. in that territory yeah like this is what what happened with this show over the last couple of years mm-hmm. is not something that ever happened with the show. I mean, mm. for me, yeah. I came from Book of Mormon, yeah. which was a pretty Huge big hit. hit, right? Huge. And I thought, well, I know what a hit's like. I know yeah, what that yeah, feels yeah. like. But the truth is, is that the number one difference, and I always say mm-hmm. this, is that there were no children or young people coming right. to the Book of Mormon. Right, right. Luckily. I mean, yeah. they were young, but they were yeah. maybe like, you know, maybe like high mature. school, yeah, yeah, sophomores. Yeah, yeah. But not like seven-year-olds mm-hmm. who have every single word memorized, yeah. and the the youth and the excitement of uh, student matinee, which we didn't have yeah. student matinees <laughs> at Book of Mormon I never for thought about obvious that. reasons. Yeah. But you know, it's it's a completely different energy. It's yeah. electric in, mm-hmm. a, in a totally different way. Um, but yeah, it was it was overwhelming mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. It, it truly was. And you do you have to kind of compartmentalize. Yeah the the job mm-hmm. the craziness around it but yeah. i think that uh tommy and everyone mm-hmm. in charge yeah. 
really does a good job oh, of like yeah. being like now we're inside in our home yeah we focus on the work we mm-hmm. just keep our heads down and do our job yeah. and I think you know that was it there was like definitely like a learning curve because I yeah. think you know I think after the public I think most people knew it was at least going to be a hit like it yeah. wasn't gonna you know it wasn't gonna be one of my, like a 10-week situation no, no, you know no, what no, I mean yeah. but I think I think it like instantly surpassed Yes. And and I think and you know you know I was like it was I'm uncharted waters like it not like and I was at the bottom do you know what I mean like yeah. I, for our producers for I just for everyone involved everyone. it just like kept like getting big like the snowball just like kept getting bigger and right. I think they like finally figured out how to like slow it down yeah. I think and like have a little more control yeah. over the growth yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. it just be exponential yeah. and not knowing totally. where it was gonna go next yeah it's yeah. it's tough yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it's, crazy. it's uncharted territory yeah it's and it's still you know every city that we go to it's still you know in chicago it felt like that a little bit you know it's just like a new every time the show is in a new play and like i guarantee like london it's like Mm. a new country you know what i mean like i think it's like it's it's definitely it's so crazy it's wild it's so crazy so let's talk about that chicago how did you wind up getting in the chicago company what were the steps so i so I left, so I had been working on um, a project called SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I had done a reading of it and completely fallen in love with like working with Tina Landau and oh. the team and like the project itself was so good. Right. And, um, you know, and so I did like a, a reading of it and, you know, it, it was, it's Nickelodeon, they're going to move it, blah, 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 all, all of those things. And I was like, yeah, when that circles, you know, like I would love to be a part of that. Who knows? Yeah. And then that was like before um, I started Hamilton, and um, and so uh, I can't. Remember. I think in January or February or something of 2016, they announced that they were going to take it to Chicago for a couple months, and they asked me if I wanted to be a part of it, and I had like a you know like a featured part, and I played Pearl the whale. Right, right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, you know I. I had to, like, I, actually, that's a lie. I found out in November, they asked me in November, and I didn't make a decision until, like, mid-January if I was going to leave Hamilton or not. And, you know, I could have asked for leave of absence, but they, you know, felt pretty confident that I was going to move to Broadway, so we were, like, signing, like, you know, it just was, it was, like, you're, like, a a leave of absence wasn't really in the cards is right. I think where everyone's heads were and I was like you know that makes perfect you know I want to do the out of town and then you know go to New York and so I I did some serious soul searching because it meant that I would have to leave before the Tonys and leave before you know I had even done like a year of the show and also just like leaving Hamilton. Right. <laughs> Which, you know, Which like is a that. Scary thing. Yeah. And yeah. in itself. And I've never, I've never had to leave a show before. And right. so I just didn't know, you know, so I really came to a thing of like what is going to make me the happiest and like right. where, where is my gut leading me? And so, you know, I wrote the entire creative team all emails and, it was like just sobbing through all of them and just like you know feeling terrible but like this team is amazing and they were all like 100% like you have to follow your heart and you have to follow like what is going to fuel you the most and we like are going to miss you so much and like they all were just so understanding and so amazing and um and so I left in April and went to Chicago and did Spongebob and um you know as most things in, in musical theater, most, you know, how it yeah, goes most of the time. Business, yes. It's not as bam, bam, bam. It's not always like that. And sometimes right. it's like bam, bam, a couple years later, bam. You know, yes. so, and that's, you know, that's what happened. And so the show didn't end up coming to New York. And I I think it just threw, like, you know, office talk and like all of that I think they found out that I like Spongebob wasn't coming and so I think they hadn't found my track and they hadn't found a burr I think those were like the two tracks they were still looking for for Chicago that could be totally wrong or just something I made up myself (laughs) 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 but um my agent called and was like hey do you want to go back into your own track in Chicago and I was like for what show are we talking about? <laughs> and he was like, 
like, sorry, Hamilton. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And I just like hadn't, because I remember like talking in the dressing room at the Richard Rogers, like, yeah. would you guys do the tours or like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, would anyone want to go on tour at the show? And I remember being like, I, I personally have toured so much. Yeah. And like the Chicago is not technically a tour, it's a sit down, but mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm really enjoying like spending time in New York. Right. I think, you know, but then that call came and I was just kind of like, yeah. What? Like, why not? Like, right. I love this team. I love the show. It's a track I originated. Like, I don't have to, you know what I mean? Right. And so... Was there any... <clears throat> I, I'm only asking you this question because we know how this story ends. Yeah. Was there any... What Was there any hesitation? And if there was in taking that job, what yeah. would it be? Um, I think... I think the only hesitation would be because, you know, I think... If I was going into a show doing a different track, I think that, you know, like that would require like rehearsals to be a little different. I'm learning something new and right. I'm, I'm exercising a different part of my brain. I think right. the one thing was like, you know, I, I originate this track. I know it. I could do it in my sleep. So I yeah. think I just, I was kind of like, am I going to, is that going to, how am I going to feel like once we open and like three right. months down the line, am I going to be like, oh, I'm in this freezing city. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, and I like, I, I don't mean bored. I just think like as an artist. Yeah, like, just is it yeah, going to be challenging enough? Challenging enough for me, and you know, I think the thing that I kind of pushed me over, and I mean, didn't even really have to be pushed, but yeah. I think I just was like, I'm excited to do the show with a completely different group of people in a yeah. completely different city. Yeah, and to like work with Tommy again and work with Lack and Lynn. Lynn was like. Like, he was around. I think he hadn't left for London yet, for right. Chicago. So he was, like, around. And so I think I, I was, like, really excited to, you know, work with a team, like, now knowing them better. Because, like, when I joined for Broadway, it was not about getting to know. You know what I mean? It was yes. just, like, we're trying to do this thing and cut yes. these numbers and make this, like, th- what was, like, three hours and 15 minutes not in the public. They were, like, they had to, like, cut, like, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, like, very. So now having a more relationship with them. I was like really excited to get get to know them as humans and and get to know a whole new cast. And so I was like, yeah, like within the same day, I think I was just like, yeah, of course. Like I, you know, I, you know, don't have anything else going on and I I love 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 the show and I yeah. also, you know, there was a part of me that felt like my time with the original company got cut short. You right. know, I think, you know, I would have loved to have, you know, been a part of the Tonys and like been around, just around right. to watch all of my friends and fellow castmates just like shine and like win all of their act. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I, I, because there definitely was a like a month and a half where I was like had left Hamilton, but was like still in New York rehearsing for SpongeBob, where I was just like loitering around the theater all the time. I remember, and it <laughs> like made me so happy. Like someone would have a birthday, and I'd just show up. I'd be like, "Hey, guys!" Oh my god, that was I loved it. I was like, "There's my friend." Like I like wasn't ready to leave, but I yeah. like you know what I mean. I yeah. was just like, it, and mostly just you know for the people. Like, I, and it will always be that. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. It, even though we go back, you know, like a few years, and you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. too Anyone. many people. Yeah, I'm like, it's like Mormon. Like I only know. A small percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. of the people at the Eugene O'Neill yeah. Theater now, but I don't care. I yeah, walk yeah, right yeah. through that <laughs> door, and that's that's my home. Yeah. So I think, you know, I I just I was excited to like expand that family and to like you know I I enjoyed doing the show, so I was just genuinely so excited to like to yeah. do it again and and get a little bit more time with it because I you know I think I left after nine and a half months. Yeah. So yeah, I was just kind of like yeah. Oh, of course, one hundred percent. Yeah, and um, and so, ch- yeah, that Chicago, Chicago happens. You Chicago open it, happens. Big Ch- hit big, again. Big hit again. <laughs> yeah. It's a hit. It's a hit, um, and you know, so just to kind of move along to yeah. how now you have opened the show again, again in it's San crazy. Francisco. Here we are. Here we but are. But you've opened it as Angelica. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> isn't that isn't that amazing it's though? Like because I really the reason that I talk I'm I'm like fascinated by your decision to go to Chicago yeah. is because I think a lot of actors would have stopped themselves from doing the thing that uh, they've already done or mm-hmm. bec- but I think that you knew like this is the right yeah. place to go. This is more of the good thing. Yeah. Following and your I heart. was a, yeah, again one hundred percent. I was like and I also this team is family to me. Like yeah. I, you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I, I'm truly honored that they 
You know what I mean? Like it was. Just I like, feel so much of part of this family with this team that I think yeah. I wasn't in the heights. <laughs> I really sometimes like. Wait, wait, Tommy was and I, I went to college that? together. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we were all in Lance College production. No, you know, but like, yeah, it was just like yeah. friend friends were asking me. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, yes, I want to work with my friends again, one hundred percent. So yeah. I think that was that was like it was just such an easy decision. I didn't even really think. You know, I think yeah. there was like the one second that I was like, do I want to? Because yeah. I've already done, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, what? like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I, yeah. And, and so <laughs> they, so you're, you're there, you're covering yeah. mm-hmm. Angelica, obviously, so yeah. going on for her a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and so they come to you and say, let's do this in San Francisco. It's, yeah. There, I mean, I think it was just kind of, yeah, I remember Oh God, I can't. Again, I think it was like right. It was like after we opened. So it was like November-ish. Yeah. yeah. And I was sitting having a drink with Patrick, our Tommy's um, associate. And he comes up on this a lot, I oh, think. Patrick. Oh, yes, yes. Patrick. I don't know if he listens, but we talk about him. <laughs> I adore him. <laughs> Me too. But I remember sitting at a bar with him and we were just, I, you know, we were talking. I was like, well, when you open the company in Melbourne and you need a woman five, because we were talking about how yeah. he was like, it's just so crazy, like New York. And now here we are. And I was like, well, listen, Truly, call me whenever you need yeah. you need a woman five for London. And he was like, he was like, woman five. He was like, mm, bigger and better for you next time. And I was like, oh, whatever. Right. Like you know, I'm just I'm yeah. very like, I can't you know. Yeah. And so, I think, and then it you know, I, my agents kind of like alluded that they were like casting for the tour and like we're looking for an Angelica and I just I'm a very very realistic person Mm -hmm. and I uh it's you know like even this like it just I don't believe a thing until it's opening night do you know what I mean like because it truly anything has happened I know you have seen it I have seen it this business is very shaky and I just you know so I think I just was kind of like oh Okay, like, and I think, you know, my name had been tossed around a couple times, but I just, like, couldn't let myself, like, go there there at all. Now, that doesn't come without experience, that that not going there. And that is is something that I think is really valuable, is not letting yourself Mm -hmm. go there, which I think people think, that sounds sad. Like, let yourself go there and and dream big and, like, just... But it's you have you have to be mm-hmm. cautious. It's like that fine line that yeah, you have yeah. to walk of, of having your dream, mm-hmm. thinking of you know like yeah. about the big possibilities, but not letting yourself yeah because, put all your eggs in one basket. Because I think thought. you know, for me, it's like I how I I always have to think forward. Like, how am I going to feel if that doesn't happen? Right. Like, and and I think you know I'm a very positive person, and I you know I. You, all of the good things out and hopefully some of them come back and I think I just was like if that happens that is like truly a dream come true in so many more ways than I could possibly ever explain but also like I have to be happy where I am right and you know what I mean so I think I think it was just kind of like okay if that's what that's gonna be that is great but I will let myself be happy for that when that happens. Because if I'm sitting over here like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I will just me personally will drive myself crazy. If you're and if I, you're sitting in the beautiful, wonderful job that you have yes. currently, saying this wanting, isn't enough, yes, wanting more yeah. or wanting, you know, yeah, that'll just, just that'll uh, poison. Yeah, yeah, the 100%. pleasure, the wonderful moment that you're having. 100%. So you have to, yeah, yeah, you just kind of like put that away and mm-hmm. then handle it if it comes. And then like a week later. Like to the point where my when my agents called and like uh, off like told me that I was getting offered the part for this tour, yeah. I like w- had no emotion because I yeah. was so like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, wait, like re- actually though, do you right. know what I mean? Like because I just, you know, this is the first like I was a standby for Wicked, but and that's a, a principal contract, but this is like the first like professional like principal principal job that I've ever had. And I, you know, this summer, like after SpongeBob and before I went to Chicago, I did I eat at PCLO, but that was like my that was actually my first, like here is your contract as the lead in a show. Like uh-huh. I never, so it just was a it was a big it was a big milestone for me to like, like 
just to get that offer and I just true and to feel like this team trusted me enough with yeah. this because it's a lot. The show is like, yeah, it's yes, it's Hamilton, but it's also like still in its uh, in its like fetal form. You know what I mean? Right. It's only it's, it's been, being introduced to yeah. the West Coast yeah, for the first time. They've just never seen it. Had it's like what a year and a half now. Yeah. And yes, there are three companies, and yes, London is, but it, but it's still, you know. So I'm, you know, the what fourth Angelica? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just crazy. It just is. I was. And it was, and I'm still in shock. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible. And I think that that is one of the reasons your shock and your attitude, I think, is one of the reasons that you're in this beautiful dressing room right now. <laughs> I, that's that's what I, why I brought it up at the beginning, is that I really do think that your story and journey to Angelica and Hamilton is a story I want everyone in this business mm. to know yeah. and I, not just mm. the people who are not just the people who are actors and you know like be good but like the producers and the people who know that like when you give people chances when you yeah. when you get when you treat them well yeah. which they treat you know yeah. you well and us well and you feel comfortable mm-hmm. showing up every day to be a part of that family yeah. a part of that group and how wonderful for all of that karma to pay off and in this way and for you to be shining so brightly on that stage you are so good in the role i'm not gonna lie you are wonderful like absolutely phenomenal and as my husband said over and over she's insane i mean she's insane she's insane and i was like you're gonna have to come up with a new adjective because that sounds like you're calling her insane but he Loved you. We, you know, it's, it's, I always say it's my, you know, favorite role. Obviously, all, most of the kings want to play Angelica. But, um, (laughs) but you, you've brought all of the honor to what the, the women who have played the role before and made it your own. And you are so beautiful in the way that you, portray this character and your voice is glorious God, and it's Rory. just it's oh. great it's great Thank and it's you. it's it's i literally just thought of this word without thinking of the irony it's very satisfying yeah the way that you play <laughs> this role it is you you you're you're wonderful in it um so i think can i i just yeah, want to yeah. say i think um i think for me because i've you can put this wherever. I, I think um, I have made a career of being in the ensemble and understudying yeah. or being a standby or yes. I've even been, been a swing. And I think the reason why when my agents kind of like dropped a little like hint like, hey, they're looking for an Angelica, your name is being tossed around. It's not the first time I've been in that position mm-hmm. and it's not the first time I have seen so many of my friends in that position Right. where it's like, you, you understudy these roles and you are trusted with them as an understudy or a swing or a standby. And it's it's unfortunately very, very, very rare that an, uh, anyone that covers a role gets bumped up to actually do it. And right. I think I've gotten my hopes up before and, it, and it's crushing. And I think I just, that's where that comes from, me being very, if that happens, that's great. But I also... I've been on the the swing side of that where I've been really excited and have been made to feel like that's going to happen and then it doesn't. Right. And it's devastating. Yes. And then it's, you know, it can be really hard to then go to work after that. Yeah. You know, so I think... You you start <clears throat> to build an armor mm-hmm. that it's, you know, you, you have to be strong to yeah. withstand mm-hmm. those hits. Yeah. Which can be, oof, early on in your career. Yeah you're like, how do you recover mm-hmm. from that? Because yeah. it really feels like saying somebody saying you're not yeah. good enough. It, yeah, 100%. And and we all have that. We all have those moments. Yeah. And really the people, I think, who last aren't the ones who are the most talented. They're the ones who know how to keep going. Yeah. Because there's God, a lot of talent yes. out there. Yeah. It's really about knowing how to build that armor, Being take it off when you want to yep. dream mm-hmm. big, but like... Not not have those hits hit yeah. you too hard. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it, God, it's so true. And the and the fact that you would just come through one that 
was SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. which you know, as I know, it's still still out there and yeah. it's still going to be and happening. It shows. It's not just role. It's also just like yes, you. you I mean, you know. Yes. Did you, absolutely. God, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like you're rehearsing a thing and like things are said and contracts are signed and right. then life and unfortunate events happens and right. you're like, well, shoot. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like. I, yeah, you know. you're referring to when I was in Nerds yeah. and then it collapsed. Yeah, and yeah. yeah it's just, just three weeks yeah. in And, you know, it's, yeah. that's, you know, I I was in the revival of Je- Jekyll and Hyde with Deborah Cox and Constantine Maroulis and right. that went to Broadway and yeah. we lasted like 27 performances. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's not just about like a role that, you know, getting bumped up. It's also mm-hmm. like the entire production can, you know what I mean? It's, it's not just individual yeah. disappointment. Yeah. It's, it's like, collective it's group like, disappointment yeah. as well. <laughs> It's just like, you know... Well, and in a way, that's almost harder to deal with as you go along. Mm -hmm. The group collective disappointment because we all don't get the job at some one point or another and don't have to talk about it with anyone. No one knows. Or no. You know, like, oh, there's no a handful of people that knows. Yeah. Because you you stop when you, when yep. early on in your career, you tell people you have an audition. Oh, you t- I, I don't, my parents, I, my parents know nothing. When yes. I get jobs, my parents are like, oh, we, you're you auditioning? You yeah. still do musicals? Yes. Like, yeah. They, I just, you stop telling people. And that, yeah. you know, I didn't tell a soul about, you yes. know, maybe the chance this of could me happen. getting this role. Yeah. Because this, if I told my parents, I would be getting texts from my grandma. I yeah. still have people, my sophomore year of college, I, like, auditioned for Lion King, and it was my first, like, I went to Marymount Manhattan College in New York, yeah. and it was, like, my first, like, big audition, and I was so excited, and I told my parents about it. I still, to this day, Nine years later, have people asking me about my Lion King audition when I go home. <laughs> Nine years later, I'm like, never again will I ever tell my parents right. anything. Yeah, anything. No, so, it's, but it's yeah, but you you ha- you learn the you hard learn way. to control. You learn to control. You learn how to control the negative and like, and then like, and then you feel like you're more in control of it. Right. And then you learn how to move on from it. Right. Because like the less I, the less people that know, it's like the less people you have to talk about why you didn't get the job right but well, when it's on a bigger scale you have it's to like, like you your yeah. marquee was up yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> no it was i mean it was literally a producer walked into the room while we were rehearsing and said everyone go home and i immediately started making phone calls to everyone that i loved so that they could hear from, from me that yeah. i was okay yeah this was fine yeah and i'm lying like this is normal <laughs> it's not normal i've never heard of this <laughs> happening but you know like yeah if it was clear like they were gonna make an announcement yeah, yeah, yeah. within the hour on playbill and yeah. you know it's it, it's a totally different experience yeah. than the thousands of auditions i didn't get that mm-hmm. nobody knew i even went to yeah and it, it's hard because when you love someone and someone loves you, mm-hmm. it's hard to take them on the journey of this 100%. business. Yeah. You realize it's a very especially if they're not in yes. theater or if yeah. they're not if they're not in any sort of like field where it's like you're constantly trying to get work, get work constantly. You know, constantly it's like being you know, put up in the most vulnerable yeah. of positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, and the people that love you think you're, they're like, whoa, why wouldn't you? You're, you're perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like they, they can't rewrite their brain. Right. So like, because you are the only option yes. for them. You're you the only I mean? option. And also they're right yeah. that you are insanely yeah. talented. Yeah. You know, that these yeah. people who we, we know that are around us who are not, yeah. there's so many people I know yeah. who are so sickeningly oh talented who do not get anywhere and enough work. 99% of the time it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh well, this person's costume is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, or we cast this guy and these eight women are too yeah. short, but that woman is tall. It's right. like It's just like things that are so far out of right. control. And well, I like, think that's why you remember a moment... Where you're running around doing errands after getting back from a tour and an agent says, do you know about Hamilton? And you you remember that story with how little you knew mm-hmm. or how, like, precious yeah. it was, yeah. you know? Because you could have been like, no, I don't. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. that, like, those moments and, like, when they come to us, like, mm-hmm. how it, it can change your life. I think that that's 
your gratitude, oh, you know, yeah. and that you knowing how lucky we are and, mm -hmm. you know, not just to be in Hamilton, but to be, to be working yeah, to have, uh, yes. oh is, that's, that's what makes you who you are. And that's why you're Angelica and oh in, in the show. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think it's such a phenomenal story. Oh, I think you. it's yeah, like, it's, it, it's something. Saying thank you, like I'm responsible. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. It's you crazy. are responsible for oh. it. You are. I, I want you to realize that because there's a lot of of people who wouldn't be able to stomach all the ups and downs mm -hmm. of the last like two years and of 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 saying yes to doing it in Chicago again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that you're like, of course I would, but I I really think that some people might not yeah, have no, realized. I, you know, I think even my agents were like, really? But you've you, done this, you really or like, wanna, yeah. You you knew that. There was an investment on on people yeah. in, with the oh, show. Yeah, I mean that's and that they they knew that in you. And I'll I'll tell you there were I didn't get to know you that well in those two weeks that you were there, but I I remember saying to uh, Caitlin Fine, <gasps> you know our our, yes. our company manager from Broadway now in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I remember right after you left saying I was saying I'm so sad and he's leaving you. Know, I really yeah. felt like. She was such a great person, and she was like, she's never leaving us. We're never <laughs> letting her go. And I was like, okay, good, good, you know? And 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 I think that that is, n that's, there are a lot of talented people out there. And that's not because you're a t talented woman, it's because you're a beautiful soul. And and I and I, I mean that, you know? Like, and I think that that's, that's very important, so. Rory, I'm I'm serious. No. I'm serious. It's why it's, I think it's such a important uh, quality. Your gratitude and and this story is Thank awesome. You. I I mean I 100% am. I never in a million years thought picking up that phone after leaving my yeah. dentist or wherever I was. Yeah. Thought I would be sitting here doing this podcast with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Having like lived the life I've lived in the past like year and a yeah. you know year yeah. and a half. Well, and it's it's okay. it's amazing because it's only the beginning of what your investment on these people and this project and you know and the patience that you showed to get to where you are that it's going to be paying off for the rest of your life. I'm I'm sure of it. So, thank you so much oh for God, talking to me. I'm this like, was so you great. Guys. Podcast virginity. Yes. Take it. Oh, nice. <laughs> this nice. is amazing. No, I'm this really glad so that, great. you know, that you spoke with me. Thank you. Now tell everybody else in the cast that it's really easy. Oh, my God. It's so easy. You're just having fun. a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. With me, I'm not, you I'm your not too on. <laughs> Yeah, with my headphones on. He's so on. cute. You little beats. You know, this just makes me look like a professional. Yeah, uh -huh. It's yeah. actually no sound going it's, through it. It's also this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the cardboard box. The box. I have my Amazon Prime box on Emmy's couch. Which is definitely official podcasting yeah. equipment. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yes. Yeah. Nice <laughs> level countertop. Yes, yes. It's kind of sinking. My laptop's about to fall. <laughs> All right. You have a show to do. I have like 20 minutes of a show to do. Yes. It's the best 20 minutes ever. It, it's your enjoyable. 20 minutes. It's enjoyable. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Oh, wait. What was your word of the week? Oh, my patience. Oh, hey. Good. Oh, it's good for a kid. Emmy. Does we have to talk about this? Emmy does oh God. words of the week, <gasps> the week? Uh, every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. She goes around to every cast member. <laughs> I meant to talk about this, and she has everyone pick out a word of the week. Mm -hmm. Where did you get those words? Um, well, my friend Ashley Park, um, uh. who's a Broadway actress, mm -hmm. uh, she does it with her cast. She's in um, Sunday in the Park. Oh. And so I went to see the show right before we left, and I was like, she was like, I went backstage, and she was like talking about her words, and I was like, wait, what is this? And she was like, I just, you know, like, it's so easy to just like come to work and do your show, and then yeah. you leave, especially in New York, and you don't get to like see people, or like the first time you see them for the week or the day is on stage. Yes. And she was like, and I hate that. And so I can't totally take credit for it, but I was like, that's brilliant. Especially no. now, because like, I have my entire career been in a women's ensemble dressing room. Yes. So like having the first like couple weeks being in my own dressing room was like very strange for me. Yeah, I just like, like constantly had my door open. Mm -hmm. I was like, everyone come hang out with me. I'm yeah, so we were, we were in here, here, especially because you set up camp so quickly. <laughs> we were all in here. 
But I, so it's just a great way to like start the week and you, it's um just like this little velvet bag and has like, I don't know, what, a hundred, hundred inspirational words in there. Yeah. And you just draw what mine is, like balance. Balance. Balance is my word. Yeah, it's just nice to think about something. And so you just put something. it on your station where you see it or where you forget about it. And then when you're looking for your mascara and you find it at it. the bottom of your cup, you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah balance. Yeah. Better stay balanced. <laughs> but you know, anything to break up the monotony or make... A, a week different mm-hmm. or like you know I don't know I think that's so important yeah. it's, it's great Good. thanks it's, for doing it oh my god of course I love it it's so great Good. So alright and thanks for talking of course thanks for having me bye bye you guys audition side job swimming upstream believe it or not you're living the dream Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.